Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm going to do something different for the next uh, few podcasts. I'm going to share with you uh, a meeting that I did as a minis- at a minister's conference. I believe you're going to be blessed by it. I'm talking about seasons of life, seasons of ministry, how to recognize the right season and some other things. And I believe you're going to be blessed by it. So stay tuned and listen to these. I think they're going to be eight in all. So you just want to listen to all of them to get the full picture. God bless you as you listen. Now, this sounds a little strange, but God deals with every person differently. It would drive me crazy if God dealt with me the way he does Mark. I couldn't take it. Because the Lord will show Mark something and say, this is not for now, it's for five years down the road. I couldn't take it. I flat could not take it. I couldn't take it. If, if the Lord shows me a month out, I'm happy. I, give, a month out, I'm happy. That, yeah, that, that'll work for me, Lord. Everybody's different. God speaks to people differently. God drops stuff in your spirit differently. Some people operate, God uses dreams in their lives. God uses different things to, to instruct them, to guide them. Sometimes it's their wife that has to make them go where they need to go and do what they need to do. No, I'm just kidding. But, but there's always, the, everybody is different, okay, about their seasons. So don't get caught up in the fact that, well, you know, God showed pastor this and it happened in two months or my God, God showed Mark that and it didn't happen for five years. Don't get hung up on that. You learn how God you learn how God moves you from season to season. You learn how that works. That's all you got to worry about. And and it's not hard to do. All you have to do is just look at how he's worked in your past. How does he die? how did he bring you from here to here? How did you get from here? How did you get from here to here? He may do a new thing in your life, but I'll tell you what, God's been dealing with me the same way ever since I've been in ministry. He, he hardly ever speaks to me in prayer about something I'm going to do or a change. It never happens in prayer. I don't know why. But that prayer puts me in a position to hear from him. And then I could be driving in my car. Or I could be in the middle of worship or sitting here listening to somebody else preaching. Boom! The Lord starts dealing with me about it. So you got to know how he deals with you. Because if you think everybody's the same, you're mistaken. Everybody, everybody's different. The way they process stuff, the way they get direction, it's all different. And it's, there's no secret formula to it. You've just got to hear and you've got to know and, 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 and know that still small voice no matter what, that this season's over. I'm moving here. I'm moving there. Listen, I, got some, I have gotten some things in my spirit about my future in these meetings already. Not any, not any big revelation, just, psst, hey, psst, Sam, got something for you. That season, 
And, and you, you just got to know this is how the Lord deals with me, and, and he'll deal with me. Some people, they're just so stinking hard-headed, somebody has to deal with them. I hope that's not you. You need to do this. You don't need to do this. But you better not live your life on that, I can tell you, because the devil can send people to tell you what to do as well. So you better be careful about that. Or have somebody you really trust. Amen. Hallelujah. I love it when God just confirms stuff. You know, I mean, and, and nobody knows but you, but God, he just confirmed. Don't you, John? I know you do. Because God did that for you already in, this, in these meetings. It's amazing, isn't it? It's just, God just confirms something, speaks something. And that's good. Well, if you're not in a chaos moment, you'll never get that, will you? That's why you have to be here for it to happen. All right, let me read this to you real quick. I'm going to say it this way because I want you to understand something about seasons, okay? Don't leave your roots. What grounded you and held you fast in the beginning or came in a season of life that changed you, you need to stay with it. You know, let me give you an example of this. I, I've, I know people back, from, back in the 70s that were in denominational churches. And they got filled with the Holy Spirit in those denominational churches, and it turned their lives upside down. A lot of them came to my church back in the, in the early days. But you know what I noticed? Almost every one of them went back into the denominational churches. They, didn't, they did not really realize that was a season of change for them. They thought it was just a season of experience for them. And now they're doing absolutely nothing. 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 Not, not all of them are like that, but I, I would tell you, I would say a majority of them. That's, that's what's happened in, uh, in their lives. Why? Because they did not recognize that season of grounding and rooting uh, in their lives, and so they just left it. I've seen people leave their roots of, of, of knowing the word of faith and understanding the word of faith and just walk away from that and literally preach something else. Totally preach against it. I, I'll never do that. Listen, word, the word of faith got me where I am. Doesn't mean God hadn't added to my life and added things to my life, but it got me where I am. And I, I'm not walking away from that. I might communicate it differently to the congregation or change the way I share, but, but, but that's, that's the foundation of my life. That's, Becky and I, we live our lives on that. We, here's what boils down, we believe God. Amen? Okay. Sometimes people end up holding on to the wrong thing. They, they hold on to a doctrine rather than an experience with God. And, and they think by holding on to that doctrine that they're going to they're gonna be okay. Well, you're mistaken. That's called religion. That's why the Methodist church is the Methodist church today. Because what John Wesley lived out in his life just became a method, and it wasn't a lifestyle. Just 
throw that out to you. Amen. Sometimes people have an uh, have what I would call idealism about a, a, about some particular past move of God and think, well, that's it. That's the way God did it, and that's the way it ought to be, and it's going to always be that way. God's going to always add elements to whatever is next. There are always elements that God adds, and you just have to learn how to add to your life as you go, okay? Don't get stuck in a past season. Really, I'm serious. Don't get stuck in a past season. Don't let, don't let that be a part of your life. Um, listen, I, I have to tell you the truth. I had to fight that with a new generation coming up. You know, getting older in ministry and, 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 and you see these young, young people and they're, they, they, don't, they don't do things the way I would do things. They don't think the way I think. And you're wanting to think, well, they ought to do it the way I do it. But listen, it, that's, not, that's not their responsibility to do what I do. It's my responsibility to try to help them learn and move forward in the kingdom of God and to, and to try to touch their lives and identify with them. Amen. Hey, I know this may shock some of you, but I remember the days when they used to mock me for preaching the word of faith, those name it and claim it people. I was never a name it and claim it person, but I got titled that and, got, and people mocked me and they mock you on TV and talk about you from the pulpit. And now you want to be that person to some, another generation? I don't think so. I'm not going to be that person. All right, I know I've said I'm just about through, but I really am. This is, this is another thing about moving into seasons. I want you to listen to this. You can do anything God has for you with the equipment he's given you. You don't have to have something else. God, God's given you equipment to do what he wants you to do, or he wouldn't be asking you to do it. And I'm talking about giftings, and I'm talking about callings and purpose in your life. Here's another one. Age does not direct seasons of life. You know, I've had people tell me that, you know, I'll be 71 this month, and, and I've had people talk to me about that, and, and, um, and they, they find out how old I am, and the first thing they want to know is, well, what are you going to do? You're going to retire? What are you going to do? Like my age is going to dictate that. My age doesn't dictate my season of life. I had a, I had a, it's kind of funny, but I had a, 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 a pastor. I, I actually saw him in another, in another country, and we were riding a shuttle, you know, from the plane to the airport, and and he was talking to him, and and, and we were talking, and he said, "Well, how old are you?" And I said, 71. Immediately, the first words out of his mouth, he said, "Will you have a successor?" I said, I'm not through. <laughs> I'm not through. Why would I want? What do you mean a successor? Doesn't mean, doesn't mean you can't move into another season of your life and have other people involved in ministry. Are you kidding me? You're telling me my age dictates to me what season of life I'm in? You are sadly mistaken. It'll never happen. When I'm 90 years old, I'm going to be fighting for a season. And you can't tell, well, you can't do that. You're 90 years old. I don't care what you say. My seasons are not dictated by age. And young people, you need to hear the same thing. Your season's not dictated by your age. 
It's not dictated by your age. Why? Because age is chronos, seasons, or kairos. I mean, Mark was talking about um, Smith Wigglesworth. He was in his 50s before he ever went in the ministry. He was a plumber. A plumber just helped his wife in ministry. Are you kidding me? What if somebody, well, you know, you're too old. I actually have heard teaching, and I didn't listen to much of it, but I heard teaching where, well, you know, when, when the um, priest got to be 50, they didn't minister in the temple anymore. And I said, well, stick it in your ear. I'm not an Old Testament priest. I'm going to minister in the temple as long as I want to. I know pastors who've actually left the ministry because they were convinced I'm too old. My pastor, John Osteen, went to heaven preaching. He was 76. Wasn't that right? 79 when he went home to be with the Lord. He said he was going to preach in his 90s. He didn't make it, so I just picked up the mantle. Amen? Had a congregation of thousands and thousands. I think they estimated like 30,000 people a week came through Lakewood back then. 20, 30,000. Don't kid yourself. Age has nothing to do with your season, young or old. Hey, thanks for listening today. I trust you got something out of the podcast. Be sure and listen to all of them uh, regarding seasons and times because it's going to be a blessing to you. Email us if you have a question. We'd love to hear from you. You can go to our website, wordoflifecenter.org, and uh, just let us know what your question is. God bless you till next time. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.